Hey, everyone. It is I, your second or third favorite co-host, depending on who you ask, of the Amazon book club, Ganesh Sarma. You might be saying to yourself, huh, this is weird. He never speaks before an episode. What's going on here? What's the deal? I can't listen to this. This is throwing my whole day off. I don't know what's going on, and I don't care for change. Well, I'm with you there. I also hate change. I'm here with a little bit of light housekeeping. I actually have some news. It's a mixed bag. I actually have decided to sandwich a piece of bad news within two pieces of good news because that's how we all like our information delivered. A little sandwich-like morsels. So the good news is we recorded an episode recently. Then once we finished recording that episode, Austin, Shane, and I looked at each other and said, wow, that was the best episode of Amazon Book Club that we have ever recorded, hands down. We showed a little bit of vulnerability. We talked about our personal lives. We really just showed a different side of ourselves that never really comes through. And it was two hours long. It was a fantastic episode. So we were really proud of ourselves. The bad news, almost 100% of the audio is entirely unusable due to technical problems. What are those technical problems, you may ask? Well, as the producer of this show, it's my job to know. And I'm here to tell you. I don't. The only thing that I am 100% certain of is that this is in absolutely no way my fault. And that's the one thing that I can hang my hat on here. Now, I will say that it is a little odd that the audio cut out the moment Shane mentioned Ben Affleck. The only reasonable explanation that I can draw is that Ben Affleck, for some reason, has some personal vendetta against us and wants us perhaps dead? You be the judge. Anyway, the other piece of good news is, in its place, uh, we are releasing a premium episode. That's right, one of our famous Patreon episodes. This one, Halloween-ish themed, Goosebumps Choose Your Own Scare. It is a Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure book. Enjoy the 25 minutes of Cowboy Buys a Bride. And the full episode of Goosebumps, Choose Your Own Scare. I believe the title is something involving a haunted mansion. Uh, I guess you'll find out. 25 minutes in. All right, enjoy. Austin Hanna. Hello, my name is Ganesh Sarma. Hello, my name is Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called The Cowboy Wins a Bride by Cora Seaton. The true story of Ganesh Sarma. That's right, everybody. Our own Ganesh Sarma here is getting married this week to a real woman. Yeah. That's a weird way to say it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, to a real woman. He's getting married. So usually around October time, aka last year, the only year we ever done October, we do <laughs> Halloween books. But we thought in honor of Ganesha's nuptials coming up here this the week. Nups. The nups. Big nups. We're going to read a book for him. Uh, the Cowboy Wins a Bride. This is for you. Couldn't think of a better title for We're Ganesha's celebrating life. your love. Celeb- we celebrate you. We love you. You're giving the speech. I'm giving a speech. Yeah. How's it going? Well, I'm thinking about starting it soon. <laughs> Start jotting down some ideas. Should I be worried? Get myself. I'm going to be up there with a post-it note stuck to the back of my hand. 
that just says "Be funny, <clears throat> show teeth." Airline food, huh? Uh huh. You guys hear about this? You guys, you guys like this? What do you, uh, what do you, uh, what do you think about Donald Trump? <laughs> so I'm gonna just wipe all the sweat from my brow real quick. Yeah, uh, Ganesha's worried. You're looking good. You just went to the spa. Mm-hmm. To got a, got a for facial, your big, day. Yeah. big facial, uh-huh. teeth whitened. I got my Ganesha teeth whitened. Now I can't eat anything but a, mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Ganesha's and a nice soft, haircut. Yeah, ooh, fresh, tight haircut. Hmm? Or is that, I mean, we do know you get haircuts every hour on the hour. So we're going to, yeah, this is just my three o'clock. We're going to have to pause at the halfway point for him to get another fresh uh, (laughs) buzz. You're going to have to go again before your wedding, right? No, that was it. That was it. I am going to do like a nice beard trim and maybe like a a gentle tape up perhaps, but nothing crazy. Tape up? Perhaps. I don't, I don't even know. Awesome. What are you going to do with your whole thing? No, hmm, I'm going to dip my head in salt water. Let it sit for three days and then let it be. That's cool. I'm bleaching tips. Uh oh. I'm going blonde. <laughs> Finally, I've been di- I've been dying for you to go bleach blonde all these years. Platinum blonde. Platinum. And you know what? You gotta you gotta mind the brows as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Bleach these suckers. But if you're just doing the tips on the hair, what do you do for the brows? Just the tips of the tips brows. Tips of the brows, yeah, baby. Got to leave those roots dark. Yeah. Anyway, what a better time to try this out than for Ganesha's <laughs> wedding. Three cheers for Ganesh. Let's hear it for him. Yeah. I know you hate it when we do this, but we're going to have some wedding bells. Oh, baby. Here we are. We're walking down the aisle. Let's get some birds. You're you're walking down the aisle. I'm walking you down the aisle. I'm your dad. I'm giving you away. Oh. Yeah. Here you go. Take them. We don't want them. Let's get some dogs barking. A chorus of dogs. Uh, those dogs. (laughs) Curb your mutts. We're at a wedding. This is disgusting. They're tracking mud everywhere. People are booing. Oh but now oh. they changed their mind. They're happy. They're cheering. Hear them? The wedding planner? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, just breathe the sigh of relief. Things are going well. Now crack the bubbly. We're popping champagne bottles. Oh, we're still doing this. We're drinking up. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's over. That's the end. That's the end of the wedding. Uh, uh, congrats. You did a great job. All right. Should we, before we read the synopsis of this book and before we jump into our voice, we got a lot of things going on here. I'm juggling balls. I'm going to tell you what we do on this podcast. Every week, we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And then uh, one of us has to get married. <laughs> so this week, it's Ganesh. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see how next week goes. You drew the, you drew the lucky card. You got the, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. he's allergic to love. Boy, oh boy. It's rough to see. Wow. You sure that water should be hitting those freshly whitened teeth? (laughs) Things are crumbling. I'm allowed to have three things. I'm allowed to have water, vodka, and mashed potatoes. And I believe maybe (laughs) some uh, penne Alfredo. Who told you this? Everybody, the internet, the dentist. Kanisha was like, perfect. This is what I usually Wait, eat on Sunday. So you went to like the spa and then the dentist? No, I went to the dentist first, then the spa. <laughs> you want to end up at the relaxing spot. You get yeah. the nasty shit out of it. That's like, true. Going to a spa and then going to a dentist <laughs> is like, what a back- I was so scenario. goofed up after the spa, I had to take a car home. I couldn't be uh, bothered to get in the subway. This is a, dis- a, a disoriented man Where glowing was- with bright white teeth. <laughs> Can't find his way home. Where was the spa? Is it in Brooklyn? It's in Tribeca. Ooh, you were in Manhattan today? Oh my god! Look at this guy. This is also you get your uh, nails did. Yeah, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get everyone's it. vibe is a little different today. You know why? Because hmm. it's the weekend. We, we never record on the weekend. That's true. We usually record on Wednesdays. We'll peek behind the curtain. We usually record on Wednesdays here, but you know, we got together on a Sunday because of the wedding this week, and I think we're feeling loose. Yeah, I've been drunk for days, and I have <laughs> another beer right in front of me. Uh huh. I made ten pounds of eggs this morning and ate it <laughs> in my underwear. Is that why you were late? Yeah. Well. 
it was coming out. Uh, <laughs> you know, part you, of the process. You make a good egg. I do. You actually, you taught me how to make scrambled eggs. I did? Yeah, years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are they good? You were making scrambled eggs. Uh-huh. And I was like, what are you doing over there? You're like, I'm making scrambled eggs. And I was like, you know, I was just a young guy. Mm-hmm. Young pup. And I was like. <laughs> Looking for I was like, What's that? I was like, how do you do it? Uh-huh. And you said, and this is for real. You looked at me like you hated that I was asking this. <laughs> and then, what a dick. And you said, well, you just put them in here and then you make it so it looks like scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, cool. And I think about that all the time whenever I'm making eggs. I mean, to be fair, that is what you do. I was like, wow, he's so rude to me. Mm, I was the Gordon Ramsay of our college house. Right. Uh, <laughs> you idiot. No, what you do, you just toss a little mayonnaise in there. Get them creamy. Oh, that's nice. I use milk. Okay. All right. Yeah, fair. Just anything. You can't just, don't just put eggs in there. That's bland. that's how you get the bland kind of like. You need a little bit of block uh, eggs. A little bit of dairy. Yeah. Some cheese, mm-hmm. perhaps. Put some cheese, a little hot sauce, a little pepper, salt. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. And, you know, if you really want it popping, what you do is cook some bacon first and put it in the bacon fat that's still in the pan. Mm. That's how you do it. Anyway, long story short, you put them in the pan and make it so it looks like scrambled eggs. <laughs> so what happened? We got a phone call. Somebody called us on the phone finally and left us a voicemail. Ganesh, why don't you rip that off for us? Hey, guys. This is Carmela from Jacksonville, Florida. I wanted to come and give you guys just a quick little R&B lesson in love, of course. Because there are a few episodes I've listened to and you guys are singing the song. I feel a little poke coming through. And I'm pretty sure it was Shane or Austin said it was Usher. No, no, no. It is not Usher. It is the R&B group called Next, N-E-X-T. And the song is called Too Close. And, yes, it's about a poke coming through. Basically, the girl's giving him a boner while she's dancing. You guys get it. Just wanted to give you guys a quick lesson on that. I'm here to help. Bye. All right. Hey. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Carmela. I will say, I don't... Who said it was Usher? It was definitely you, because I'm always right. I would... I would have said next. Like, I don't... I'm not trying to be like, I wouldn't... I just feel like I would never... I don't think that was Usher. I, I didn't know it was next, so I did learn something. No, we can roll the tape back. This is a podcast. You can't. Record actually, it and put it on the internet record, forever. You're so. right. You know what, Ganesh? I invite you to do that. And if I look like a fool, so be it. It was definitely not me, so it's all good. Okay, well, uh, my name was not mentioned, so it definitely wasn't me. It was probably Ganesh. Uh, <laughs> I definitely, I didn't know it was next. Thank you, I and uh, thank you for confirming our thought that it was about a man with a boner assaulting somebody on the dance floor. Terrible stuff. Shouldn't listen to that song anymore. How's that still? You can't play that. What a song. Disgusting. Next. Next. <laughs> Usher's clear and free. All right. Well, is that it? Are we going to? Oh, we haven't even talked about the goddamn book. Or, what was this? 45 minutes in the episode. Can you read the synopsis of uh, Cowboy Gets the Girl or whatever? Cowboy Wins a Bride. Cowboys of Chance Creek, book two by Cora Seaton. Mm, starting to book two. Rubs me the wrong way, but I guess we'll roll with it. They lure you in with book two. Then you have to go back and read book one. Then uh, you skip to book three. That's not how it works. That's and like, then you just do all the odd numbers. And then you learn- just do uh, five, seven, and nine. Then you go back and read the evens. Mm. <laughs> he makes a match. And somehow the story all makes sense. Not a lot of stuff going it's on. It's called here. postmodernism, my friend. Jesus, eat shit. Read the synopsis <laughs> of the book, please. <laughs> I'm getting married, man. <laughs> yeah, Can you be nice it. to me for one no, week? No, this is your hazing. This is your last week as a bachelor. Soon you'll be a responsible husband and I won't be able to say these mean things to you. You think you're going to be a father? You're going to have kids? Let's talk the deep stuff on this podcast. You having a little baby? Uh, 
it's a possibility. All right, read you, the synopsis. You never know. <laughs> Come on, let's just. You let's, never know, man. Are you what? Are you gonna have a baby? Yeah. Some, when? Someday. I don't know. I'm not even. I gotta get married first, or not? Who cares? It's it's the '90s. Wake up and smell the '90s. Smell the coffee, babe. All right, this is book two in the best-selling Cowboys of Chance Creek Western romance series. This is Cowboy Wins a Bride. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep going. All Jamie Lasseter wants is to marry his best friend's sister. Jamie Lannister from <laughs> Lord of the Rings? It's a crossover. Game of the Throne? It's a crossover. All Shit. Jamie Lannister, Laster. Lasseter. All Jamie Lasseter wants to do is marry his best friend's sister and settle down for the rest of his life in Chance Creek. He saved his money, bought into the Cruise Guest Ranch, and he's ready for that wedding. But made an investment, oh, like huh? Tom Cruise's ranch? <laughs> Claire Cruz is nowhere to be found. Mm, no. Oh, his sister. Claire is too busy leaving Montana behind to care about cowboys or their wedding plans. She's got plans of her own, a trip around the world. She'll go as soon as she buys her tickets, and she doesn't care if she ever sees Chance Creek again. Oh, little Miss Magellan. Good for her. Get Didn't out of town. Magellan die. In the Philippines, in a bar fight. You know, the only Magellan I know is the large dragon from Eureka's castle. Desperate to change Claire's mind, Jamie proposes a bet. Give him six weeks to convince her to marry him. If he can't, he'll pay for her round-the-world tickets himself. Claire can wait six weeks if it means free tickets and a chance to get a little revenge on a man who once broke her heart. Damn, they're going to fall in love, right? Who are it? Wait, logistically, where do you get the package that's like, around-the-world tickets? You go to travel travel agent. Where do you stop? Where do you stop when you go around the world? Yeah. Back home. You made it around. No, no, no. no. Come on. <laughs> what? Where, <laughs> like, do you, where do you hit? Oh, where do I stop on my visit? Yeah. I thought we were just taking one cruise all the way around. Where um, do you start and where do you stop along the way? I mean, you got to hit up, you know, Europe. S- Sydney? <laughs> sure. I guess. The that's Opera your, House? That's your first stop. 1990. Well, if you're leaving from New York, Olympics? it's got to be like, what, the UK? London? Hell yeah, old London town. Sure, then you go to uh, Paris, maybe yeah. hit up Germany. Ah, uh, Berlin. Go south, hit mm-hmm. up Italy, maybe, you know. Wow, skipping right over South America. Excuse me, what? We went, do you know the geography of the earth? This this conversation could go feasibly forever. Uh Just go to all the nice cities. Google big cities and go to those. What are we talking about this for? (laughs) South America is below America. That's on the way back around. What? You You go to Europe to South America? No, I'm I'm saying we should have probably gone to South America first. No, you go uh, coming back. On the way back, you hit uh, Chile, you hit Argentina, you see like the area that looks like mars mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about sure down by the antarctic i'd get tired after london i'd come back home london's it <laughs> seen the world mama i went to old london town foggy london town is that the end of the synopsis no i forgot we were doing this she's got only one stipulation jamie can't touch or flirt with her or any other woman while the bed is on what jesus now jamie's on the run from a bevy of cowboy groupie ranch guests what and claire's learning she cares about the ranch and jamie more than she dreamed possible all right we're getting into spoiler alert this territory. is just like your romance i'm <laughs> thinking yeah. that this is like my yeah this was written about me yeah are we the groupies yeah we're the groupies who chase him around man yeah this does sound like you this guy this, this does sound like the kind of guy that would put turkey necks on his driveway let him sit in the sun maybe you fa- do, you, fa- fashion you put some turkey necks in your driveway one time and you're branded the guy that puts turkey necks in his driveway and then able- he made a soup out of it yeah you drive on that and you know where else you drive your cars are running over dead animals and poo poo on the road. Yeah, you know what? That's like that's like seasoning on the bottom of the cast iron pan. I want to be clear. I never <laughs> made a soup with those turkey necks. What'd you do with them? Tossed them, shot them like skeet. 
<laughs> I think I lured uh, my cat back into the house with them. Oh, that's right. You're wrangling animals. Ooh, boy, you lived a weird life. Let's jump into the first page of The Cowboy Gets His Big Beautiful Bride. Page, the cowboy wins a bride. Ganesh, tell us your story. Chapter one. Well, why don't you ask her today? Ethan Cruz said, hauling a pile of folding chairs for the wedding out of the party plus events rentals delivery truck. In his jeans and t-shirt, his dark hair standing up every which way, you'd never know he was getting married in a few hours. Mm-mm. He looked like he climbed out of bed a minute ago. Oh, he's got the Jimmy Fallon look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just rolled out of bed casually. I bet he dry champs it. Just like me. Jamie Lasseter snapped the velvet box shut, hiding the tasteful diamond ring he'd just showed his friends. You know, it's funny. You thought I've been dry shampin. Mm-hmm. I thought that? Yeah, because I told you about my powder. I've been using this powder. Yeah. Tell me more about your powder. And your hair? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it I didn't of, use it today, okay? It's the weekend, guys. It probably mimics what your dry shampoo does for you, right? It it's, takes the oils out or whatever. It brings out my natural curls. <laughs> Wow. What? Nothing. I just looked the way you looked in my eyes when you said that. This <laughs> brings out those curls. It does. Love to tease those curls. They're bouncy when you I do. use You it. got good volume on those curls? Yeah. All right. They're uh, glimmering in the sunshine. Well, when I use it. Mm-hmm. My hair's a little flat today, fellas. I was wearing a cap. You were. I saw And it. I did wash my hair today, so. Well, congratulations. Wow. It's the weekend. I'm your, what you do on the weekend shocks me. I wash my hair and I get drunk the whole time. <laughs> Shampooing and drinking, <laughs> drinking and shampooing, taking a break to puke. What are you going to do what you got to do? Folks, what do you do? Right in. 567-309-0357. Mm-hmm. What do you do on the weekends? <laughs> Call in. Jamie Lasseter snapped the velvet box shut, hiding the tasteful diamond ring he had just showed his friends. Mm, tasteful. And shoved it back into the pocket of his jeans. He grabbed an armful of chairs, too. Them jeans, Austin. Mm-hmm. And followed Ethan toward the front lawn of the Cruz Ranch's big house, where he was helping to set up for Ethan's wedding to Autumn Leeds. Nope. The city girl, who'd only come to Chance Creek a month ago, but was now here to stay. Autumn Leeds, huh? I bet the first book was about his uh, courtship of Autumn Leeds. I'd imagine city girl here to stay sounds like something you could cover in a book i'm no author but i am a professional reader actually a listener i only do that about half the time you should go on goodreads and log all of these books that we've listened to (laughs) this book sounded like half of it was okay quarter of it quarter but honestly that's probably more than yeah five pages of this book seemed good yeah or bad that's all it really deserves it's not time yet he said he wasn't in a rush like ethan and autumn were and he never jumped into things the way those two did the only reason they even met was because of a practical joke by all rights ripe for a book maybe let's go back and read that by all rights they should have taken one look at each other in the chance creek regional airport and gone their separate ways chance creek has a fucking airport that's a delta hub damn this place is a little bigger than they let on instead they'd fallen head over heels in love and rumor had it autumn was pregnant with ethan's baby Uh uh-oh well ethan's seed coming back to get him talk about taking chances jamie liked autumn and he figured she and ethan might just make a go of this marriage but when he proposed to ethan's sister claire he wanted to be sure of everything ahead of time, including her answer. 
He definitely wasn't sure of that yet. For heaven's sake, you've carried a torch for her for what? 10 years? 12? 15? 30? 45? 60? 85? 120? Try 20. Okay. <laughs> what is that counting? <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> saying numbers. Hey. Just guessing. Jamie had decided to marry Claire back when he was eight. He practically grown up on the cruise ranch since he loved horses and his family lived in town. They say he loved horses and his family. In that order. <laughs> Ethan's father. Horses first. Horses first always. And you know what, family? You're a good number two. That's our creed. Ethan's father, Alex Cruz, welcomed his interest and even nurtured it. Jamie learned to ride alongside Ethan and Claire, did chores with them, worked just as hard as they did to build the ranch by their father's side. Sometimes Alex felt more like a dad to him than his own father did. Oh, it's like you and me, Austin. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your dad? Huh? Oh, that's no, right. The other way around. No. I'm your dad. Wait, I'm I'm giving Ganesha away. That means you're Ganesha's granddad. Yeah. Oh, man. Grandpa Shane. Got any Werther's for your boys? I can't eat Werther's. You know that's a sensitive thing. Well, neither, yeah, neither I just had my teeth white. You can Ganesh with these brittle little chalk-like teeth. The wind <laughs> is making my teeth hurt. Just me breathing and talking. It hurts. Well, a good day to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no one asked you to get your teeth white. I got my teeth whitened right before the goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask your dentist? Will I be good to perform later, can sir? I, can I cast after that? Uh, you see, I'm a tainer. <laughs> I tain. I get on the mic and I tain. I'm going to tain later on, sir. Now tell me this, Doc. I got to get on the cans later. <laughs> can I let loose on the mic with these teeth? He's like, uh. Sir? She's like, no, your teeth are too soft. They'll disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Because <sighs> yeah. eat those mashed taters, mm. kid. That's right. Honestly, in some ways, dentures seem easier. That's what I'm going to say. You know, my front teeth are fake. Yeah, I know. I got to get them I didn't done know up. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me fake. take a look. Eh. They're fake. Whoa. They're never would have known. Really? That was like the first thing I knew about Shane. Yeah. Fake front teeth. For the whole time you've known him, he's had fake front teeth. Wow. Uh, I always think, wouldn't it just be easier instead of brushing? I could just That's why a lot of celebrities get like veneers and shit. If I could just take my teeth out and put it in a glass. Yeah, look at Ben Affleck. Look at Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Well, that was something, wasn't it? Pretty good. Fifth of an episode. That was a fifth of what could have been our best episode ever. Instead is a scathing reminder to check your audio more than once in a recording session. Anyway, here's Goosebumps. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Goosebumps Escape from the Carnival of Horrors by R.L. Stein. This one is a choose-your-own-adventure, and by pressing play on this podcast, you've already made your first wrong decision. Sarma. Hey, I'm Shane Burklow. This week. Okay. We're reading. Someone's in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought we could harmonize. Okay. We're this week. We're reading a book called Goosebumps Escape from the Carnival of Horrors by the one and only R.L. Stein. Ooh, Robert Langdon. Is that right? Stein. Damn. No, that's that? the guy from Da Vinci Code. Uh, oh. 
the character in the yeah. comic place. Weird stuff. Okay, Ganesh, why don't you read us a synopsis of this book? Which, by the way, no. How are you doing? How was your day? Nah. Let's get this over with, babe. We should note that this is a choose your own adventure book. So this may be, this episode might be structured mm-hmm. a little differently than our usuals. Do but, we, uh, do we, we've done this before. But yeah, but last time we did episode f- 20, episode 20, we thought that was a big number. We were like 20, we're going to do something special. And then we blew by 70 and didn't even think about doing anything else. Yeah, we did choose well, your own adventures before, but we did four of them. This is going to be uh, a longer, one longer choose your own adventure. Don't we like agree? Don't we have to agree? Yeah, it's kind of, we have, we vote a little bit. Okay. But also one thing about choosing your adventures is they kind of go fast. Sometimes you die like immediately. So we can also, we, we can go back and change our minds if we're not satisfied with what we see. We've got the power. Okay. Read us a synopsis, please. Oh wait, no. How you doing Ganesh? What's going on? Are you feeling good about yourself lately? Uh, how's, uh, your self-esteem through the roof? Okay. Never higher. What, uh, well, what about yours? Sounds about right for you. <laughs> Mine, uh, keeping level at, you know, below average. Shane, what about you? How are you feeling about yourself? I'm. Okay. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Fine. All Car- right. Carrying a little extra weight. But oh, holiday doing all right. July 4th weight. Yeah. No, I go big for the 4th. Yeah. Well, you got it. You're, you're the grill master. That is what we call you. <laughs> and I don't share. You, no, no, I, sir. I grill for meat. Grill no. for one. Nope. Doesn't share the meat or emotionally. You look like you've been in the sun, Shane. I'm burnt to a crisp. He's a red hot porker. I was in. <laughs> I'm big and red. No, I was in California. I was in the sun for too long. I believe they do call that the sunshine state. And it got me. And I'm burnt. Mm. And I have a fever. So. Oh, really? I did today. You had a fever today? Yeah. Did it break? Sure. <laughs> I'm no doctor, but. Did you go to the OC? Yeah, I was in the OC. The uh, county of O. Orange. You were? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Was it like the show? Yeah, we drove. Listen? I drove through Laguna Beach, and I was like, wow. Damn, just like it looked like it's on MTV. Okay, Ganesh, is that enough small talk? Have we satisfied you? Can we jump into the synopsis? Well, you just ruined it. <sighs> I thought we were having a heartfelt conversation. Nah. Turns out you don't care at all. I mean, I care, but only so much. All right, give yourself goosebumps. Escape from the Carnival of Horrors. I don't, I don't like that it has a different... Why not just goosebumps? Give yourself, because it's choose your own adventure. It's implied. Oh, 100% just alleviated every problem I had with it. All right. No, you love it, right? I I love it. Go ahead. So this is R.L. Stein's first choose your own adventure. Cool. So he's just a novice. He was just dabbling at this point. He was like, what if I give my readers the power of Stein? (laughs) You can be Stein. Reader beware. You choose the scare. Give yourself Goosebumps. Uh-oh. Late one night, you and your friends visit the old fairgrounds. They're putting up rides and booths for the annual carnival. But this year, things look really different. Mm. Really odd. Mm-mm. Really scary. Oh, dear. You know, it's a bummer that you're reading this on an electronic device. Yeah. That's... I think all Goosebump books smell like the Scholastic Book Fair. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. Do they still do those? I'd love to go to Scholastic Book Fair and just... Well, yeah, go to your local middle school. (laughs) Might just, you know, meet the local population. How you kids doing? What kind of books are you reading these days? What do you think they're reading? You think they're still reading like the uh, like Captain Underpants? Oh, yeah, that's big. Bigger than ever. They just had a movie. Are these what? kids just on Twitter? No. Instagram? No. Yeah, the they're just reading, their uh, phone. They're these, reading Drill. These goddamn millennials. They're reading Drill. They're not millennials. We are. No, no, no. They're Gen Z, dude. Zoomers? Zoomers. Zoom, zoom. The Z stands for Zoomers. It does. The place is lit up by a hundred fiery torches, and spooky music is coming from the main tent. Then you meet Big Al, the creepy carnival manager. He's invited you in to test some of the rides. 
Mm-hmm. Will you be brave enough? Will Lucky you, me. <laughs> will you brave the terrifying supersonic space coaster? Hey, kid, make sure these things don't kill anybody. You got it, Al. <laughs> All right, big Al. This is your job now. This uh, bar feels loose, Al. Al, is there a union? Will you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Austin. I thought you would have something. Nah, I didn't know. Just taken by surprise. I couldn't tell if Ganesh was reading or just riffing, and I was like, "Do I respond to this?" Maybe but, that's a part of the tr- choose your own adventure. We're gonna get into like his union paperwork and his dues. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Will you brave <laughs> him versus the Teamsters? The terrifying supersonic space coaster risk the horrors of the reptile petting zoo, slice through the oily waters of Booger Bog, or confront the evil snake lady. I'd like to do all three. All the above, please, RL. The choice is yours in this scary Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. Oh, 20. I say we get to 10 of them at least. We probably will. All right. We make bad decisions. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into the first page of Goosebumps, the choose your own adventure in the dark carnival or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Dabbing before we never see you dab. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, working on the old dab. That's a dad dab. Oh man, that's rigid. <laughs> Looks painful. <laughs> yeah. Your joints cracking. I'm not as young as I used to be. Um, it's a young man's game. Still dabbing after all these years. Let's jump into the first page of Goosebumps. Not even gonna try to remember the name. Carnival time. What do you want to do? I don't know, Patty. What do you want to do? Not fair, Brad. I asked you first. Ah, Patty and Brad, your two best friends, arguing, as usual. It's the last week of August, and Patty and Brad haven't stopped fighting since your summer vacation started. Is this Earl Stein's voice? (laughs) Is that who you're supposed to be? Patty likes being bossy. You don't mind, though. It's no big deal. Damn, I'm pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) I, I suck. It's hard to win a fight with her anyway. You don't know why Brad even tries. You guess it's because he doesn't want to look like a wimp in front of a girl. Brad still has pride in himself, unlike me. I've given up. Yep. There's nothing to do. I've succumbed to her bullying. I guess I'll just go home, Brad said. He shoves his hands in his pockets. Then his shoulders slump and he sort of shrivels up. You guess Brad is kind of a wimp, even if he is your best friend. We're both pathetic. We suck. Well, that's why we're friends. Yeah, it's true. We find solace in each other's uh, inability to form connections with other people. You're so boring, Brad. Patty complains. Whenever Patty complains, her freckles really pop out. Now there are about a million of them spread across her face. Hey, I know what we should do. Patty suddenly bursts out. Let's bike over to Bennett's Field and watch them set up the carnival. Huh. A little uh, dinner and a show. Sounds good to me. Oh, I don't know. You answer. That's what we sound like. No, I want to sound better. Yeah. Do the kids another shot. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Cool. You answer. Tough voice, but no spine. <laughs> uh, it's getting dark and uh, mom said uh, I had to be home by nine. It's only a quick bike ride, Brad says. Are you some kind of wimp? Brad calling you a wimp? Oh, not this time. You Brad. can't believe it. So Shit. are we going to get an option to beat the crap out of yeah. Brad? First, I'd like to choose my adventure. I'd like to slug Brad in the face. Right in the kisser. I want to break his teeth. Okay, all right. I want to keep his teeth oh. in a little jar, and is I want to rattle them around is at that one him. Of the, can you, is that one of the options? Can we jump to that option? You agree. I want to rattle those teeth. 
his own teeth. But, him. <laughs> but if it's as bad as last year, there won't be much to see. Don't you remember the main attraction? You remind them. The ride they called Terra Track turned out to be a baby choo-choo train that circled round and round and round. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you say. Patty's made up her mind. You're going to ride over to the carnival. A hot humid breeze blows in your face what as you this? pedal along. Patty's choosing the adventure for me? Fuck you, Patty. Patty's in the lead. No surprise. And Brad's puffing behind you. See, pathetic sad smoking sack. <laughs> He's puffing on a on a camel light. That's Brad and his camels. <laughs> oh, I'll be right there. Yeah, you and your friends drop your bikes in the grass and race across the moonlit field toward the huge wooden fence that surrounds the carnival. To take a closer look, turn to page three. Well, don't mind if I do. What's the other option? There is no other option. <laughs> turn back. Oh, okay, going <laughs> to page the book three. down. Is that page two? Are we just, is it the next page? It's the next page. As you you reach the carnival entrance. I feel like I've chosen something. You hear music coming from inside. Not the usual corny organ stuff they always play. Mm -mm. This is hip. It's Nicki Minaj. (laughs) But some really strange music. It sounds familiar and totally new at the same time. What is it, the Six Flags guy? (laughs) Oh, that would be terrifying. Brad stretches his neck to try to peer over the fence, but no luck. The fence is way too high. Patty jiggles the padlock on the gate. It's sealed shut. Well, looks like you kids shouldn't be there. Well, I guess we'll have to wait until tomorrow night when the carnival opens. We got the same idea, Brad. Brad says... I'll pay the fee, and I'll go in like a normal patient. I'm a paying customer. No way, Patty says. Let's climb the fence now. Are you crazy? We'll get caught. Come on. What kind of fence is it? Wooden, they said. Oh, that's good. It's not, it won't cha- it's not rip, chain link. It won't rip your uh, area open. Brad's sack will be intact at the end of this, but he might have splinters up and down his shins and his wrists. It's got his. pointed sticks on the top, though. Ooh. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Come on. There's probably nobody in there. Patty replies. Your friends turn to you to cast a deciding vote. You glance at your watch. It's almost 9 p.m. If you're going to get home in time, you should start back now. What are you going to do? If you decide to turn home. What's on TV at home? What's <laughs> that, on so go home, turn to page 10. If you climb the fence to get inside, turn to page six. I'm just saying, I want to go see what's on TV. Can we go home? <laughs> yeah, it's nine at night in the summer. I'll Nick eat- at night is on. The oh, Adams family. Hell yeah, I want to eat mac and cheese with mom. Oh, You've yeah. decided not to sneak into the carnival. Thank eat God. an ice pop. That's the right idea. We're good kids. Uh, well, sorry, let me take that again. You've decided not to sneak into the carnival. That's right. You're going home instead? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Put on the, the tube. That's my natural uh, instinct. Go home. Sit on the couch. Well... It's a good thing Patty usually makes all the decisions, otherwise you'd never have any fun. And this book would be over before it began. Oh. Go ahead, take a deep breath, then go climb the fence. You're not scared, are you? I, uh, kind of. I am. I don't want to mess up my new shorts. Should we close the book? I'm scared. I got some new shorts. God damn, these are nice shorts. All right, we're going to page six. Jumping? We're jumping the fence, huh? Well, I really feel like I'm choosing my own adventure so far. Yeah, yeah, all right, let's do it. You say to your friends, Yeah, let's climb the fence. Benny is halfway up before you finish speaking. You let Brad go next. You're last. It's a hard climb up. There's really no place on the fence uh, to get a good grip. But you make it to the top. <laughs> it's a good fence. That's Sweet. what you want. Smooth wood. <laughs> yep. They sanded that. Lacquered. Stained it. It's, be- it's a beautiful fence. But you make it to the top, swing your legs over, and uh, tumble down. You land on the grass. You're inside. All right. You and your friends gaze around. It's pretty dark. The only light comes from torches. At first, the carnival looks the same as it always does. Dinky rides, hot dog wagons, 
Damn, cool. And the lights. We should break open one of those wagons. Oh, yeah. You guys feeling a Frankfurter? Bring some buns home for the family. (laughs) Mom, I got you two pockets full of relish. (laughs) Then the lights start to flicker on in every corner of the field. The rides start to move. All right. It's as if the whole place is magically coming to life. Mm. Hey, look at that giant roller coaster. You exclaim, pointing up ahead. I never had a roller coaster before. Yeah. And the whole place, <laughs> the whole place is a lot bigger than last year. Oh, nice. The city's uh, up the parks and rec budget. Oh, wow. This is awesome. Patty says as she sprints toward the rides. All right, we're going to race on over to page seven. I dare you. You and Brad take off after Patty. You all stop in front of the roller coaster. Wow. It's like a rocket to outer space. It's a big one. Uh-oh, big old sucker. Beyond the roller coaster, you spy a castle surrounded by a moat. How big is this park? And a spooky-looking haunted house sitting high atop a hill. Damn. Wow, these are the coolest rides I've ever seen. Those aren't rides. Those are structures. <laughs> no, the castle is the ride. <laughs> oh, cool. You go and you sit in the castle. Yeah. And you're... Technically, at that point, riding the castle. That's true. Anytime you sit on something, you're technically riding it. I'm riding this chair right now. Yeah, that's true. You're, you gotta, you're taming that bucking bronco. It's almost like it's not moving at all. They saw that dumb choo-choo train over there. Uh, but we should ride. We could ride this stuff all night. Never go near it. Betty grabs your arm and tugs you over the, to the other side of the carnival, to the midway. Brad races after you. Hey, where are all those dinky wooden boots from last year? Gotta get me some of those boots. Mm-mm. This is anything but dinky. I keep my camel lights in there. <laughs> they're gone. And then their place. I want to get a pair of boots with like a little pocket in it for my cigarettes. Kanish, you ever have those? <laughs> that sounds like something you may have owned. <laughs> no, I didn't even know those existed until just now. Now I want a pair. Damn, you better start smoking again. Ooh. Was that, <laughs> was, that, was that you or the book? Oh, that was me thinking about those boots, dude. <laughs> Oh, you're lost in the lost in thought. I have to declare when I hear about them boots. I lose my mind when I hear about these boots. Now, I will say, I don't know if this is embarrassing or not. Yeah. But if it's about boots, yes. It's not about boots, okay. but it's about another fashion accessory also made out of leather. Belt buckle, belt, belt. No. Uh, I had a I had a <laughs> leather Assless pouch. Chaps. Oh. I had a leather pouch. You had a leather that, pouch that uh, like on your stomach, like a kangaroo. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I had a leather pouch that attaches to a belt, a fanny pack. Uh, no, and it, it was just the size of a pack of cigarettes, and you, it's like a cigarette holster on your belt. You're like a gun holster, but for cigarettes. Yeah, God, you were such a. I made idiot. it myself. <laughs> you made it. I made it myself. What kind of life are you? Did living? you stain it and like God? No, but I I mashed it with a hammer. With like a leather hammer. I'd had break that leather in a little bit. There was a period of time me and Shane had already left Virginia and Ganesh was just left to his own devices down there for too long. Mm-hmm. He got Stockholm syndrome bad. It started as a joke and then uh and then I found out that, that fi- country life is pretty fun. And he finds himself fucking drying turkey gizzards in his driveway or whatever the fuck. <laughs> turkey next, dude. Yeah, well. What do you use those for? You make a nice broth with them. After you peel them off your driveway. <laughs> Toss those in the pot. Yeah. A little hot of, water, a little salt. Think about all the other stuff. The water's breaking off of those bad boys. Here's what you do. Yeah. First, you back your Jeep up. <laughs> and you, you lay out the turkey necks on the driveway until it gets nice and hot right on the mm-hmm. pavement. Peel it off. That's like grill marks, baby. Yeah. It's not a... <laughs> Don't, Except don't mind the soot. It's very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember why those turkey necks were outside, though. I had a cat that that had uh, escaped, 
and I was trying to lure him back into the house with turkey necks that I, I that I did buy for uh, for a broth. You were trying to lure a feral animal into your home. No, with no, a no. Series my of, cat with a series of turkey necks. Not feral that you had bought for a broth. Correct. Why didn't you just put cat food? Or does the cat just eat turkey necks? The meat seemed like a, it would have a stronger stench than cat food. Have you ever smelled cat food? Yeah, man. Boy, can you square this away with the the pea coated uh, businessman you see before you know? <laughs> The uh, the picture of uh, New York City fashion with the high and tight $800,000 haircut. <laughs> this is a guy out here fucking tossing dirty turkey necks into uh, a bowl and slapping a little leather pouch for his cigarettes. On his from belt. pauper to prince, they say. <laughs> it's true. You've made quite a comeback, <laughs> if, you, if I will. I was cool then. I'm cool now. I'll now I read books to my friends. <laughs> Now you're a media mogul, like P. Diddy or Piss Diddy. Sean Combs. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. They're gone. (laughs) And in their place are giant video games and huge spinning wheels studded with hundreds of blinking colored lights. Sick. I'm in it for the wheels. I know you're here for the games. No, I like bright lights blinking in my eyes. It's entertaining to look at. Hey, got a load of that. Brad suddenly cries out. You and Patty spin around. You can't believe what you see. Now, you don't ride the rides, though. You're not a ride rider. Me? Yeah, you. Well, as if it's a roller coaster, no, I don't like the ride that. And actually, yeah, you're right. Most rides. If it was a nice and easy little jaunt through like a, you know, like the haunted mansion at Disney World or something, I could do that. Just a little, take her easy. Where's the line? Like the swinging ship. What about that? It's all about the movement, the gyration of my body. I don't like being jolted around. If you just put me on a nice little easy path with some pleasing images flying by me, I could watch that. But you got to learn to wiggle. I can't. Let it wiggle. You got to loosen up your body a little bit. I'm 31 years old, guys. Perfect the, time to the, wiggle. The body's tight and I ain't wiggling. Put that on a t-shirt. That's the new merch. The body's tight and I, I ain't, ain't wiggling. Uh-huh. But that, I think we should sell branded cigarette pouches with that <laughs> <laughs> embroidered. Be a good hat. The body's tight and I ain't wiggling. All right. We're going to go to page uh, 87 <laughs> here. Wait, what, what just we didn't happened? We make a decision. There was only one choice, fellas. Well, only one there choice. hasn't been a single friggin' decision yet. All this right. sucks, RL. This is all about exposition. You got to get to the, you know. The meat mm-hmm. and potatoes. All right. All right. All right. I said all right. We're fine with it. That was a nice arugula salad. But now. Oh, that I get it. Yeah. Taking the meat and potatoes a step further. That was perhaps the the first dish of the meal. You're staring at a sign that reads world's freakiest freak show. The three of you gape at the pictures. No gaping, please. These are kids. That's why I said no gaping. There's the three headed man with the ugliest collection of faces you've ever seen. No, three heads and all three of them are ugly, huh? Bad draw. And the snake lady, a young blonde girl with a beautiful face and the body of a slithering snake. I wish I had three oh. heads. Three heads gives you three shots at a good face, and you can just cover the other ones up with, like, tablecloths. Think of all the meals you can enjoy at once. Oh, my God. Or I could have, like, three different kinds of sodas at once. Yeah. Could you imagine drinking dew? Kind of the same thing I was going for. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> just fla- three flavors at once. But imagine if it was, like, three kinds of candies at once. Still look the same. Can you think about that? I'm all right. I'll think about it again. I'll review it. What if it was like three different kinds of like shellfish? (laughs) This is a lobster, (laughs) shrimp, and and what's your third? Crawdaddy? Scallops. Scallops. No, no. I only keep crawdaddies as pets. (laughs) This is a. You start to say. But you don't finish. Put him in my leather crawdaddy pouch I made myself. Because a large hand has come down on your shoulder. 
Hard. Oh no, it's Big Al. Is that Big Al? Big Al, what are you doing? Talking about Big Al, you son of a bitch. You slowly turn and gaze up at a huge man with shoulders wider than a refrigerator. Rude. <laughs> that is rude. Don't be that big. Uh, he has coal black eyes with a thick mustache to match. He looks strong enough and mean enough to pitch you over the fence with one hand. That's a ride. What are you doing? His deep voice booms. I said no gaping, kids. Y'all gaping in my park. You're not allowed in here, he says, pointing directly at you. Me? The sweet kid just trying to go home? (laughs) Big Al. Big Al, please, it's me. Little little old me. It's little old narrator. (laughs) We're sorry, he say, hoping you appear sorry and not just scared. We uh, we wanted to look around, that's all, but we'll leave right now. His eyes stare into yours. He clamps both his hands down your shoulders and says, You're not going anywhere. You ain't going nowhere. Oh, big how? Five minutes. Uh-oh, better turn to page four, it oh, says. Great. Where's my choice? I want to kick out right in the butt. Hey, hey, what what, what do you mean? Brad ass. You know his hole is big. It's big, big. Al. Yeah, you can probably get your whole leg up there. You start (laughs) twisting it around. This guy's down for the count. Brad asks, (laughs) trembling all over. Whoa, hey, I just had an idea. A great idea. The man replies, I want you kids to stay and try out the rides before the grand opening tomorrow. Patty's eyes open wide. Cool. She says. That is cool. It's pretty cool. Al... You're good people. You're Al. Don't worry about your butthole, man. I'm not, we're <laughs> I'm not, not gonna wreck you. No, no, not gonna do it. Big Al, the butthole is fine. It's fine. It's safe. It's gonna be okay. We're looking out for your butthole, Al. We all keep saying butthole. Why aren't you saying butthole? <laughs> all right, you're the weird one here. It's three people here, and two of us are talking buttholes. You're the odd man out. You're the one reading a book. You're the weird Go reading nerd. We're talking buttholes, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a freaking nerd over here. You ever hang with the boys? We're not reading. We're talking hole. What other holes y'all, y'all talk about? Nah, just Hole one. talk. It's just one. The main event. The butt. Hole. The butt's hole. <laughs> Patty's eyes <laughs> open wide. Do you, cool. you butt's hole. She says. <laughs> hey, are you sure it's all right with the owner? You ask. <laughs> oh, I'm Big Al, the manager. That's what I say. And what I say around here goes. Oh, uh, okay. Big Al digs around in his checkered jacket and pulls out three maps. He hands one to each of you. He dabbles in cartography. <laughs> this is this is the Mediterranean. <laughs> We're not here. Now, now this map, this is the Fertile Crescent. You see the Tigris and the Euphrates. I drew this myself. It used to be of lush, fertile ground, forests everywhere. In this map now, this is a topography. Look at the elevations. Al, let us leave. Study them carefully, he says. <laughs> if you have any questions, ask them now. Your eyes fall upon the map. You have a question, but when you gaze up, Big Al's gone. He's vanished. Oh, boy. He's quick. He just sprinted away. A whole carnival to ourselves? Where should we start? Cotton candy machine. Yeah, baby. Wait, no. Time to crack open that wagon. Give me some dogs. You're going savory first? Yeah. Work up to your sweet tooth? Dinner before dessert. Okay, but you're a kid. Might as well just go dessert. Why not eat them together? Huh? Hot dogs are everywhere. Cotton candy? Not everywhere. Hot dogs are everywhere? Hot dogs are everywhere. That's actually a, a fact. That's a true statement. All right. Can't argue with it. I'm and you know, what's even more rare? Hmm. Funnel cake. Man, I just ate a funnel cake not 
two days ago. Why? I was at the boardwalk. It was great. What else am I supposed to do? I got uh, powdered sugar everywhere. Yeah, it'll make you cough. When I go to the boardwalk, like the beach, the rules are out the window, man. I ate two corn dogs. I ate two hot dogs. I ate funnel cake. It's like Noah's Ark of food. I had like four sodas. I'm, I mean, my heart stopped. I felt shooting pains down my left arm. That's the power of the ocean. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Did you eat some cream, bro? Huh? Creams. I didn't eat ice cream, though, no. or any kind of other cream. Heavy cream. Whipped. None. None of the above. Maybe next time. What are the, that's all the creams, you know? Mm. Boston cream. <laughs> Is that a kind of cream? It's a donut. I knew that. <laughs> you know, let's save this for the uh, our cream podcast called the. Uh, cream de la cream. <laughs> yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. You stare down at your map once again. You notice that the carnival is split in half. On one side of the rides, tons of them. On the other side is the midway, packed with games of chance and the freak show. What will you try first? Freak show, baby. Um, what are the options? What are, wait, I wasn't listening. Oh, to go on the rides. Turn to page 34 to check out the midway. Turn to page 77. Y'all can find out what we're doing right after this. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to some undetermined part of this book that we're reading. Uh, it's time to make the decision here. Are we going to go get on the rides at this carnival, or are we going to go to the Midway where, hear me out, there's a freak show? Let's take it easy. Work up to the rides. Yeah, go check out the Midway. I want to see the freaks, baby. Show me these monsters. I just want to have, like, I'm probably going to pick up a snack on the way. So. Yeah, you're trying to get yourself a, a rare cotton candy. Yeah. I'm going to grab myself a couple dogs, and then we're going to go... Uh, Scowl at some freaks. Let's head for the midway and play some games. You say games too. Sound good to me. Fine. Yes. Yeah, fun. Casual. That's, that's what I chose. I guess games. You, Patty, and Brad jog down a wide avenue. Tents of every color line the street. Carnival music blares from loudspeakers. You that's spot. my favorite genre of music, by the way. You guys ever type carnival into Pandora? Yeah, I fall asleep to it. Mm-hmm. Puts you right to bed. But I slow it down like half. You want to get it nice and slow. Yeah, that's the best way to listen to it. You spot a green neon sign flashing above a yellow striped tent. The sign reads, Madame Zeno, fortune teller. Oh, yeah, excellent. You exclaim. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going in. You tell your friends you'll catch up with them in a minute. You lift the tent flap inside. One small candle flickers in the dark. Why is the fortune teller working? This carnival's not even open yet. Go home. Get some sleep. Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's the grand opening. You're going to have people flooding through here tomorrow. Tonight, you get some rest. You hear a low voice call out, enter my chamber. (laughs) There is Madame, Madame Zeno. Is that Buffalo Bill? Enter my chamber. (laughs) I can't do Buffalo (laughs) Bill. That's pretty good. Enter my chamber. (laughs) Sitting in the... That's so fucking scary. Come on in, kids. (laughs) There's Madame Zeno sitting in the shadows. She, she wears do, a uh, Silence of the Lambs around <laughs> Halloween time. Yeah. I want to hear that. Is that before. a book? It must be. No. Yeah. Way. Really? Yeah. All the Hannibal Lecter things are books. What movies are just movies? Like none. There's got to be some source material somewhere. And we're going to read it. Shane's going to do his Buffalo Bill again. Spy Kids. That's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. That's a good answer. That certainly was nothing. Fuck. <laughs> Buffalo Bill as Spy Kids. He's both. Both, he's both of them, yeah. She wears a long red dress dotted with brightly colored gems. Would you fuck me? <laughs> Spy Kids rated a hard R. 
hard. Fuck me hard. <laughs> Starring Sean Connery. Yeah, it's dipping into Connery now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slippery slope to get to Connery. They shimmer in the candlelight. Her black hair tumbles to her shoulders as she bends over a large crystal ball. Welcome, she whispers. Then she reaches out and gently lifts your hand. Let me tell you your future. Okay, lady. Yeah, let's hear it. How many Slim Jims do I get to eat in my life? It's your one job. Let's do it. That's what I'd ask if I had one question. How many more Slim Jims do I get to enjoy? Madame Zeno studies your hand closely. (laughs) Will the price of school lunch go up? She traces the lines in your hand with her soft fingers. When does the McRib come back? (laughs) I, I, I see horror in your future. Oh, whores? In your immediate future. Oh. Like right now. She warns. Oh, well, what? Huh? What what kind of horror? You stammer. What do you mean? Madame Zeno releases your hand. She picks up a strange deck of cards. She spreads them out on a table. Now we must play (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm a Pokemon kid. You notice the cards of pictures, a headless man bloody sword, a large, evil eye. Mm. Tops. Baseball cards. 1986. Starting lineup. She gathers up all the cards and flips the deck over. Then she deals out a red card and a blue card. Look at the Montreal Expos. (laughs) This is Steve Finley. Turn one over. She commands. Learn your fate. Pick red. Go to page 14. Pick blue. Mm. Go to page 15. That's a classic choice. This is real deal decision making right here. Red or blue? Blue. Oh, I say red. You say red? Ganesh, you're the tiebreaker. What do you think? Which pill was which in the Matrix? No, no, no. I can't remember, man. You take the red pill and you uh, wake up in your your bed and nothing happened. And you take the blue pill and further down the rabbit hole you go. Yeah, I think you got it backwards. But let's take the blue pill. All right, let's go. You die. Oh, (laughs) man. It was arsenic. Oh, blue is your favorite color. You turn the blue card over. There's a message. Help us. You're our only hope. Mm. Hurry to the back door of the freak show. Signed. Yes. Signed. The freaks. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The, yeah. Freaks, are, the freaks are messaging us. Oh, uh, we got to help. Them. I've been dying to see these freaks. Hey, hey, what does this mean? You ask Madame Zeno. She stares deep into your eyes. Her lips tremble. Pretty self-explanatory, kid. She leans forward. The freaks need help. Mm -hmm. She's about to speak. Don't speak. I notice what you're saying. And then the lights go out and a blood-curdling scream rips through the dark. Ooh, I hear it. Whoa. You start to bolt. It's echoing now. Damn. This is scary. You bolt for the door when a dim light suddenly flickers. Oh, I hear that. You stare across the table. Madame Zeno was gone. <gasps> Where'd she go? The bathroom. <laughs> She's taking a dump. You reach out. To a spooky dump. You reach out to take the card. Then it bursts into red hot flames. Oh, but I picked blue. No. It should be ice cold flames. They should be really cool blue flames. Oh, oh boo. Oh, boo. 
more tomatoes and ganache. Oh, come on, I don't deserve this. All right, we're shooting the messenger. In seconds, the entire tent fills with thick smoke. Hell yeah. Did I Flames. do that? 420, babe. Flames. Yeah, maybe it's just Brad puffing. <laughs> Brad, that bag of Marlboro's away. Flames shoot across the floor. You run for the door. Damn, this is uh, somebody get the fire department out here. Outside, you gulp the fresh air. Woo. Yo, you made it. <laughs> Yo. Yo. RL. You, Yo. He's down. New glance back. No smoke, no fire, no tent. Everything has disappeared. My, my, my. What a trick. Well, <laughs> what do you do now? Uh, go home. Hey, if you decide to help the freaks, go to page 11. Oh. Now, if you don't want to help the freaks, you go to page 113. That's okay? all it says if you don't want to help the freaks. Correct. I'd love to help the freaks. Me too. They're begging for help. I want you guys are some good Samaritans. No, I just want to see these fucking ugly sons of guns. Uh, are we, or should we take another little pause? No. Oh, let's keep going. Sorry. To the freaks. I apologize for trying to produce. You've decided to help the freaks. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. as you race down the midway, you spot Brad and Patty. Oh, where have they been? Hey, listen, guys. We've got a problem. Yeah, big problem. Just killed a, a person in the last <laughs> place I went. So I think I lo- lit this place on fire. I, I committed arson and a murder already. That's two for me. Strike three and you're out. I can't do it again. You take a deep breath I and... I can't go back to jail. I already did my dime. You take a deep breath and tell them all about Madame Zeno and the blue card. So, somebody might uh, need our help in the back of the freak show. Hey, what's a freak? Brad asked nervously. You, Brad. <laughs> You know how nobody likes you and you're always smoking cigarettes and <laughs> nobody can stand to look at your face? You, Brad, you're the new freak. Remember the poster we saw when he came in? <laughs> Shane with the disappointed head shake. Yeah, I just feel bad for Brad. Yeah, he had it coming. Uh, the one with the three-headed man and the lady with the snake body? You remind him? Mm, yeah, she was hot. Brad bites down on his lip. Are mm. they Are they really <laughs> real? Sure they're real. Patty Damn! <laughs> Damn! Look at that lady slither. <laughs> Love to see the snake woman. Man, I went to a freak show once. It is, it's, well, this is going to sound harsh now like because Coney this Island? is real. I went to the New Jersey State Fair. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. Never lived in New Jersey. They had the smallest woman on earth there. And I had to pay money to go How see her. How small was she? Boy, bad time. She was pretty small. I would say under three feet. Just real tiny. And so they had her. I, they were like, hey, you come this way to see the smallest woman on earth. I didn't know what I was getting into. I thought maybe it would be like a prank or some kind of visual yeah. uh, uh, like illusion. It was, a, it was real. It was a little woman sitting in a glass box. Was she, she alive? Was, she was alive and oh, well. No. So she was, you're not going to feel bad for her in a second. She was sitting eating a bucket of KFC fried chicken. It was taller <laughs> than she was. I remember she was reaching up into it. She was sitting and she was watching a small television. <laughs> this is all real. I'm not even kidding. Home Improvement was on. She was watching Home Improvement. And in a glass She was sitting box. in like a little living room watching <laughs> Home Improvement on TV and eating fried chicken with like a glass window that I walked by and I looked at her and she looked at me and she just like shrugged and was like, this is, this is what I do. This is how I make my living. <laughs> I was like probably, I don't know, 12 years old. And I was just like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. I felt so bad. It's a living. I was like, I felt, I felt dirty. I was were like, your parents one? with you? Yeah. <laughs> what they think about it? We were all just kind of like, what are we looking at? <laughs> like, I don't know what I thought. I thought it was going to be a little more, less sad. I don't know. It just felt like, I felt like I was violating her personal. She was just, who, when you're sitting at home watching TV and you're eating a bucket of fried chicken, you don't want people who are much larger than you coming by and looking at you through a glass. Could window. you hear the, Ooh? Yeah. you know, was it soundproof? That's a good question. <laughs> 
the visual was so overwhelming in my mind that the the audio is a little shaky for me. Yeah. Anyway, so then I left that and went back to the New Jersey State Fair <laughs> in the parking lot of the Meadowlands. That's how they do it in Jersey. Jersey strong. Sure, they're real. I once saw a bearded lady at the circus. I don't know. Sounds kind of creepy. Rip. Madam Zeno said this is my fate. Yeah, I'm going to help them with whatever they are. You really trust Madam Zeno after that little disappearing act? Yeah, you guys in? You bet, Patty answers, her eyes shining with excitement. Okay, okay, I'll go. Brad mumbles. All right, let's hurry. Time to nut up, Brad. Yeah, come on, prove your worth, Brad. Be a man. Five minutes later, the three of you are sneaking down a dark alley. Brad is so frightened he's practically walking on top of you. He's pissing himself back here. <laughs> Did, yeah. it, did it rain in someone else's uh, crotch, too? <laughs> you got a localized thunderstorm right over my, uh, my pee-pee. <laughs> Anyone else get that? I'm getting real uh, sorry. I just had a little sweat. Getting sweaty down it's there. It's got really hot all yeah. of a sudden. Whoops. Whoops. The alley is littered with large cardboard boxes and overflowing trash cans. And it smelled like dead fish. Mm, sounds like they're ready for the opening tomorrow. Hey. This is what the freaks eat. Quit stepping on my shoe. You say to Brad, I'm not stepping on your shoe. Oh my God, it's the freaks re- reaching up through a manhole. It's like Danny DeVito as the penguin. <laughs> that counts as a freak for sure. Well, he was like a, his whole crew were like circus people. That's true. Oh yeah, you're right. Haven't seen Batman in a long time. Uh, not, I'm not anywhere near your stupid f- foot. It's my favorite one. Batman Returns is your favorite Batman? Yeah. Returns? Yeah. Your favorite yeah, Batman's a Tim Burton Batman? Yeah. Interesting. It's great. I don't think I like any Batman. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Christopher Walken is all creepy. In it's that. too much. It's great. I think you don't I like, like any of them. You don't like Dark Knight. You, you like know, Batman Begins. I like the Dark Knight, right? And Batman Begins is pretty good. I like Batman One with Jack Nicholson. I like the third one because uh, I thought Bane was hilarious. Yeah, they all have their place. The Schumacher Batmans are another level of art. No, I meant the new th- one with Bane. Oh, I thought you were talking about like with Uma Thurman. Well, that one's funny too. Yeah. With Arnold as Mr. Freeze. Yeah, you're right. That's a classic. Dr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. Dr. Yeah. Freeze. He never got his doctor. And uh, Riddler, right? That R- was... Well, Riddler's with Tommy Lee Jones of Batman Forever. That's mm. the Val Kilmer one. Yeah, that's a Kilmer. Anyway, enough Batman talk. Do you ever think about Chris O'Donnell? All the time. Like, what's he doing? Probably living off those Batman Forever residuals. Probably eating KFC in a glass box. Uh, that's right. Come and see the uh, first Robin. The first. no, the second, the '90s Robin. He was the first Robin in movie in film. Well, no, I guess the Adam West one did have a movie. Ah, well, you can go uh, to the New Jersey State Fair and throw garbage at him if you want. <laughs> He'll take it. He'll, you, eat, he'll eat scraps. You glance down and nearly scream. Oh no, Brad's right. He's not stepping on you, but about a dozen rats are. Oh. Oh, well, stinky rats. Yikes. You shake your foot wildly, the rats scurry off. Get these dang rats off of me. Brad catches sight of the rats and tries to bolt. You Get out of here! Brad is such a bitch, dude. You and Patty quickly pull him back. Hey, look! Patty says, pointing up ahead. A door. On the door, you see a big sign that reads, keep out, so <laughs> Freaks inside! Go in, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Hungry freaks. Uh, freaks is here, we hungry. Uh, we go in. Yeah, let's take a quick uh, break and we'll jump back in. I'm going to take a nap. Be right back.
<laughs> way, probably way too much. That's not good. <laughs> that seems like maybe worse than cigarettes. Just based off the frequency. Of yeah, it's obviously way worse. What are you guys doing? I don't know. You're so proud of yourself for quitting cigarettes. Yeah, I'm not stinky anymore. Well, I mean, you don't smoke cigarettes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Aha. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Oh, good one. I'm not the one that has to wear fucking prescribed deodorant. Let me tell you something about that, right? was not prescribed to me. It was given to me Ill- illegally by a friend. And two, really? Well, no, it's legal. You can buy it online. And also... Not, I I don't even need to defend myself here, but it's not about the smell. It's about the wetness. It got way too wet. It was gross. So much sweat all on my shirt. How are uh, you doing right now? Oh, yeah, what about behind the ears? I'm as dry as a bone. You're just sweating a lot behind the ears? Well, it's it's kind of evened out. I'm not really feeling too sweaty anywhere these days. I think I'm going to die soon, but I'm <laughs> feeling dry as hell. Like, it's amazing. The shirts, I mean, I'm just, it's just shockingly, frighteningly dry. Doctors kinda, would tell me to stop. It's kind of it's got to be going somewhere. Yeah, it's building the sweat's got to go somewhere. It's not just evaporating in your body. I do have this lump that's just ballooning on the side of me. <laughs> I poke it every morning. And that's your sweat lump. I drain it. But, you know, it's a small price to pay for uh, looking good in a uh, light-colored tea. The room is dark, but all around you, you hear hushed moans. Huh. Freaks are waking up. Help us. Good morning. Good morning. Help good morning. <laughs> okay. Okay, freaks. We're in a prison, Patty says. And look at all the prisoners. They're weird. Mm, They're not just weird, Patty. They're freaks. Patty's right. As your eyes grow accustomed to the darkness, you see cell after cell. Each one holds a strange-looking prisoner. Why are the freaks in jail? (laughs) Is that how the freak show works? They don't treat... Big Al doesn't treat them very well. Mm -mm. There's an enormous fat lady... He runs a tight ship. ...who's nearly busting out of the bars. These are small cells. A giant. A dwarf. He can't slip through the cells, the, the, the bars. It's a tiny cell. A young lady with boa constrictors wrapped around her waist. Now that seems hard to overpower. How'd they even get her in the cell? That's not even a freak. She just has boa constrictors around her waist. I could do that. No, it's her, like. Hands? Her arms? Her belt. Her, that's, I feel like that's not. If she removed them, her pants would fall down. She's so not, she has <laughs> to keep them up there. Oh, okay. I can accept that. And a woman with a long black beard. We're the freaks. You're a freak, you're a freak, you're a freak all the way. The snake lady <laughs> says, Every night when the sh- sh- show ends, the master locks us up. Huh. They should unionize. They should march. Come on, fight for your right. The master. To party. You mean Big Al is... You start to say, You must help us. The, <laughs> the giant interrupts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. Misdirection. The snake lady says. Is she made out of snakes? The master is coming. I think she's just wearing them. She just likes snakes a lot. Not even must not be here. Go that way. But you guys asked for help. You wrote a note. I'm here to help. Let me help you. What can I do? Park's not even open yet, and I'm here to help you. She points to a door down the hall. Now, do you escape through the door down the hall? Or... We're gonna stay and talk to Big Al. We're gonna, I'm gonna figure go, out what's going on. I'm gonna tell Big. I'm gonna give Big Al a piece of my mind. Yeah, this isn't right. These wanna, are living people. I want to speak to your manager, freaks. You decide to wait for Big Al. Come on, Big Al. Explain yourself. Big Al has to free the freaks. You say to Patty and Brad. God damn right he does. And if he doesn't, then we'll, we'll tell him we're calling the police. We're gonna kick his fucking ass. His butthole. Yeah, you better watch that butthole, Big Al, because these boots. We warned you. We're made for stomping. 
that butthole. Hey, hey, free of the freaks. Big Al says, bursting into the room. Well, the freaks are free to go anytime. Uh, the, the prison, <laughs> hey, it's just part of the show, okay? Wow. We shamed Big Al <laughs> easily. <Wow. laughs> he backed down quick. Did you pull that free us joke on him? <laughs> Big Al laughs heartily. Oh, he really did. Whoa. Uh, yeah, he's creepy. Now, who do I believe here? Are they really pranking me? If so, fuck these freaks. Nah. Don't make a fool of me. Let them out anyway. Who cares? Better safe than sorry. Mm -hmm. He's lying, the snake lady says. We're prisoners. All right, then, hey, Big Al, prove it. Oh, hey, come on now, Big uh, Al says. Open the door, Al. Uh, you're not prisoners. And with that, he unlocks all the cell doors. And then right. he turns to you and your friends. As you can see, the freaks are free. Now, come with me. You haven't even tried one game on the midway. Don't go with him. It's a trick. The snake lady cries. All right. I'm with her. I believe her. Should you go with Big Al? No. no we got rides to ride. Who's Get telling the truth? Al or the snake lady? Snake lady. Snake lady. Snake lady. Snake lady. So you want to go... Do you want to go with Al or no, do you want to trust, trust the snake lady? Trust. trust the snake lady. How many times I got to say snake lady? Trust the snake lady. All right. Hey, I'm not going anywhere with you, Big Al. Yeah, fuck you, Big Al. I believe the snake lady. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. yeah. Me, me too. Me We're too. just kids. We don't know. She has snakes. Well, that's just too bad, <sighs> Big Al says. Uh-oh. He's about to kill us. Then he turns to the snake lady. And as for you, Miss Reptilia, I told you you've been overacting. If these kids believe you, we won't be able to torture them with our real horrors. Sorry, boss, she says. Oh, you fucking two-timing bitch. So... What do you want me to do with them? Oh, uh, I want to cut this lady's snakes off of her. You can hardly believe it. Real horrors? Hey, what kind of carnival is this? You shout, a dark one. <laughs> the carnival of horrors. The snake lady answers, and that's the good news. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bad news? Well, let's uh, find out. Okay. Let's. Bad the, news is. The bad news is the snake lady fooled you. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> In the book, it says that? The bad news is the snake lady fooled you. Okay. Why would they go to all that trouble, make a card that explodes and burns down that lady's tent, and then yeah. just for this? That was a fun little adventure. Just for yeah, this? Yeah, just to prank us. Al could have just been kicking our ass the what whole time. What are they going to do, eat us? Yeah. Okay. What are they going to do, break our bones? I mean, that's something I don't want, so Ow. I could see that being a threat that would sway me. Hey, throw them in the large cell with Harold and all the other prisoners, a big Al commands. You're shoved into a dark cell. You hear a click. You're locked in. As the snake lady leaves with Al, big Al. Yeah, that's not just any old Al. Sorry. This Al is large. Gotta show an in charge. Some reverence to Mr. Al. You can hear their laughter echo down the hall. You glance into the other cells and think the freaks are prisoners. They do need our help. Then you peer into the darkness of your cell to find out who Harold is. So wait, it was just Snake Lady who was the liar? The other yeah, prisoner dude. should have spoken up. She's shacking up with Big Al, if you can even believe it. I bet. I would. He's big. Al ain't the only thing that's big. There's no uh, there's no way you could miss him. Harold is a giant. He's huge. 
Twice as big as a football player, his hands are, in fact, the size of two footballs. His arms look like tree trunks. Damn. Well, Harold, let's use that girth you got and bust out of this thing. Yeah, get out of the Meadowlands parking lot and get into the clubhouse, buddy. You're starting at quarterback. Yeah, at first you're afraid of him, but then you think, hey, he's trapped too. Maybe we can convince him to help us. And then you get a, <laughs> a big idea. Uh-oh. What's the big idea? Oh, I know. You're going to embarrass the giant into helping you. That seems like a terrible That's idea. That's awful. Jesus Christ. Think again. Hey. Are they going to pull his pants can, down? Can <laughs> we embarrassed you. You have to help us. Oh, don't do it again. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hey, you're a real wimp. You say to the giant, mm -mm, not me, the giant. Mm -mm. He looks at you as if he can't believe what he hears. Patty and Brad look at you as if you're crazy. Maybe you are. Yeah, you wimp. You continue. Yeah, you sit here all day taking orders from that creep, Big Al. You live in these horrible conditions. Why? Because you're a wimp and you refuse to fight back. You could bend those bars and escape, but you won't because you're a wimp. I never chose to do this. W-I-M-P. Wimp, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay. I uh, We're playing... Uh, uh, hardball. Fast and loose. Fast and loose. I accept that. The giant stands. You gaze up. He's over 15 feet tall. He lumbers over to you. He is not smiling. Is your plan going to work? Is this guy just going to fucking kill us? End of the book? Is he going to bend the bars to prove you're wrong? Nah. Or yeah. is he going to bend you? Try it. It's out of your control now. You can't bend me. I'm a kid. Look out the window. <laughs> what are the options? Is it sunny outside or is it raining or nighttime? I get to decide this? Yes. It's got to be night by now. This whole thing's been night, hasn't it? Yeah. Right? Night. Dumb choice. Yeah, night. Fine. Night. It has to be. What could else? What else could it be? It's not sunny. The giant hangs over you, flexing his muscles. He squints at you as if you're a bug, Damn. ready to be squashed. Hey, did you call me a wimp? He thunders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're much too scared to answer. The giant answers for you. You're right. <laughs> I am a wimp. Damn, really breaking him down. Man, we embarrassed the shit out of this guy. This guy's a cuck. And with that, he bends the bars, and you, Patty, and Brad scramble through. Why didn't he do this before? Hey, follow me. Giant says, oh, I know a way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this giant is nice. He's class good. This, this classic fun. Love that voice. Yeah, what about the others? You point. Uh, you ask, pointing to the freaks in the cell that line the wall. Ah, they're all murderers and rapists. <laughs> you look down in my cell, kids. <laughs> I'm just an embezzler. <laughs> no problem, Patty yells, grabbing the keys from a hook on the wall. Here, catch. You quickly unlock all the doors, setting the freaks free. Oh, yeah, my freaks. I will rule. Yay, our hero. We're coming for that butt, Al. Al, you better watch it, man. You guys hold him down. I'm shoving that foot up there. <laughs> Uh, the freaks cheer as they bolt out of their cells. You follow the giant through a side exit, and in no time, you're leading all your new friends to your house. Oh. You're sure your parents won't mind taking them in? After all, how much can a 300-pound giant, a 500-pound fat lady, and a three-headed man eat? Oh, we're all friends mm. now. Nice. What about Big Al? He doesn't even pay the price? Better not answer that question. What the fuck? Big Al's just keeping this sh shady operation going? I didn't even get to ride a ride. Just be happy that you've come to the end. Man. Damn, well, we're, we're heroes. We saved we all did, these lives. You know, we did. I didn't expect at the beginning of this book that we would liberate a bunch of uh, prisoners. But we did it, man. Wow, we're good. We're the best people. We're the Oscar Schindler of this carnival. 
Man alive. Well, hey, that's pretty fun. And also, we hit an hour. That's it. That's the whole episode. We did it. You don't want to go back and try another way, dude? Well, nah, you know what's I'm funny? With it. I'm satisfied this with it. This just adds to our perfect score on Choose Your Own Adventure. That's true. We're 100% good. We've never fucked up. No. We've never died. Yeah. We're always good. I feel good about it. Had we, you say, had you said it was daytime, you know what? We'd be dead. The giant would have uh, wailed on us. I, I would, beat us to death. I wouldn't mind seeing what happened after daytime. What about you, Shane? Do you think that would really change it? I don't know. You want to see? All right. Let's see. How easy is it for you to scroll back to this? All right. So it's daytime somehow after it was just Wait, let's set time. the scene. We were choosing whether or not it was nighttime and raining or if it was daytime. This Correct. is us in the cell with uh, the giant. Yeah, yeah. You just called him a little bitch. Okay, well, you He's, did. You okay. start crying a little bit. All right. Now it's daytime. Let's say this time it's daytime. Okay, what happens in daytime? The giant looms over you. He's as tall as the tree outside your house and a lot meaner. His huge lips part and he says, You hurt my feelings. Then he begins to cry. I'm not a wimp. I am not. We know that he is. Yeah, he sure looks like a wimp. Well, looks can fool you. He's not a wimp. And he's mad at you. In the next moment, he scoops you up and hurls you at the cell wall. Uh-oh. His throw is so forceful, you smash right through the friggin' wall and soar out of the carnival grounds. Nice. Congratulations, you escaped the carnival of horrors, but not in one piece. So it looks like you guys made the right call, fellas. Yeah. I don't, uh, just, scratch, that guy wrecked us. Scratch that whole last thing. I didn't like that. I mean, you can leave it, but put a huge buzzer sound effect through the whole thing because it's wrong. It's bad. The first one was better. We freed them, and I were their friends. That's the ending I want. Hey, your parents adopted them. We at your house. Yeah. You're eating dinner with them. Yeah. Going to school. That's like Encino, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Just really a nice punch to the end of the joke. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's it. That's the end of the episode. We did it. We chose our adventure and we successfully lived. Who would you cast in this movie? Oh, my God. Well, as me. Me. As Patty. I'm oh, f- I was going to say for me, it would be me. Oh, okay. Ganesh, what are you thinking? For uh, me, for me I'm going to say Cal Penn. Uh, <laughs> you know that? <laughs> okay. I, it plays. I can see that. Now, for Patty, I'm thinking who's a rough and tumble kind of bad girl? Um, What? Who would play Patty? Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann is pretty good. Okay. I was thinking Peppermint Patty from Peanuts. Oh, I like Pepper Ann. More uh, modern, you know? True. Now, who are we thinking for Brad, the little wimp bitch? I'm thinking maybe like a, a Chalamet. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a Chalamet in here. You think Chalamet? I thought Brad was fat. No, why? I thought he was just a fat little uh, smoking kid. I mean, I don't remember him being Chalamet fat. smokes a lot. Put him in there. Yeah. Ooh, Chalamet can puff on a, a cig. You know, I got the best of them. I got a good Big Al. Mm, oh, Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney, like the the guy from Catastrophe. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Big Al, for Big Al, I was thinking like a Michael Chiklis. Oh, yeah, that that would work. He needs some work. He needs something to do. I was thinking like uh, those uh, Fantastic Four checks are getting thin. <laughs> I was actually thinking of someone uh, a little bit smaller. Well, for Big Al, you're thinking smaller. Yeah, I'm thinking Danny DeVito, dude. That's small Al. Oh, okay. so it's like a funny name. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Oh, that actually, cheeky name. That actually would be kind of funny. But Danny DeVito belongs on the Freak Show. I'm thinking the Giant and the Dwarf. We got reunite old coast co-stars. We got Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito in there. Twins. That's what I'm saying. And then we got a uh, who else? We got Snake Lady. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's played by Perry Gilpin from Frasier. <laughs> You know, Roz. Uh, Roz. Yeah, she just strikes me as snake lady to me. Um, and then oh, and then the psychic. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Andy McDowell. Easy. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you have that one. That's good. We'll do that. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. 
Is that it? That's yep. it. Let's end the episode. Thank you to Morris Reese for our music. Thank you to Chris Linquist for our artwork. Thanks to you for listening. You can- and giving us money. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks for the money, bitch. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I've, dropped, I've, I've uh, broken the quota for B words in this episode. I take it back. Thanks for the money, friends. Bleep it out. Yeah. Bleep me. Bleep me. That's it. You can find us at Amazon Book Club. You know this. You, you, you know who we are. You pay us money. Just go. And we talk. Yeah. Go just IRL. Tell your friends about this podcast. Let them know. Yeah. Uh, we need, we want more people to listen to it. Uh, because we have huge egos. What happened? What was, what's our thing that if we hit a certain goal, what happens on Patreon? Yeah. If we get a thousand dollars on Patreon, we sacrifice Shane at the, uh, the, uh, the top of the uh, temple of Mexico. Okay. To the, to the sun god. He didn't agree, but. Oh. We're gonna, Technically, we're gonna, you're going to have to wait a couple months so you can get the airfare and, and the tools. That's true. We're, I mean, well, that's what and we're probably doing. like a performance license. Oh, you're right. Okay. And then we're going to need significantly more than a thousand dollars. You can do whatever with my body. Okay. I don't care. Oh, I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do whatever with it. Uh, that's it. See you around. Uh, see you around. Have a good. Have a good life. Ta ta. I was gonna say ta ta, but I was gonna say ta ta. Why are you guys saying ta ta again? It's fun. Ta ta. Ta ta. Ta ta. Austin. Ta ta.